Bedford's News Talk Station. 1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance and the USA Wealth Group alongside Phil Paleologus. Get your finances in order. Moneywise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Great to have you with us on this Sunday with Ray Lance of USA Wealth Group. Every single week, giving us great information how to protect your money, how to protect your family. And Ray, it's always a pleasure. Good morning. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to MoneyWise, brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. Today we're going to talk about something that sooner or later looks us all in the eye. It's called death and funeral planning. But this is really a very important subject, uh, Phil, and ladies and gentlemen, because we're going to be talking about veterans' benefits and veterans' rights and some of the things that you need to do to plan for a family member or for yourself. Have you ever thought about writing your own obituary, for example? Mm, No. No. (laughs) No. That's one of the things that most people tend to procrastinate about, isn't it? (laughs) Have you? Uh, I've told people about some things that I would like to have played at my funeral service. Okay. And by the way, I don't want to be buried. I want to be cremated. Uh-huh. And so does my wife, Tenny. Yeah. But, um, you know, sooner or later, there's going to be some kind of a memorial service or laugh-in service or something. <laughs> I'd like to see some kind of a celebration, but I do have a couple of pieces of music I'd like to play. One in particular, yeah. it's from Mahler's Fifth Symphony. Oh. It's the Adagietto. It's to me oh, I love a that. beautiful piece of music. In fact, I first heard it from a movie called right. Death in Venice. Oh, they used it in other movies too. Yeah, it's a great piece and I love it. Oh, yes, it's gorgeous. So I don't yeah. care. That and the Marine Corps hymn. You have to play the Marine Corps hymn at I my funeral. It, but of course, <laughs> absolutely. It won't be a military funeral, but just the old Marine Corps hymn would be fine. Yeah. But last week when we were doing some promo work for this particular show, Phil, you said, I'm dying to listen to this show. <laughs> I said that? You said that. Oh, shame on me. Shame on you. <laughs> Actually, it was pretty good. Well, this morning, ladies and gentlemen, we have two special guests with us. We have attorney Michael Coleman from Lance Law, Inc. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Good to be here. And that's always Good to be seen rather than to be viewed, as we say sometimes. <laughs> You're full of so, great ones this morning. I'll accept that. But Mike is going to give us some information about what kind of documents should somebody uh, have if they're thinking about planning ahead of time for a funeral. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the documents that you can provide in your office? So we're going to come back to that in a minute. But And then very importantly, uh, we have Tiffany Witty Simpson with us this morning. And she's the manager of the pre-planning program for Dignity Memorial. So good morning, Tiffany. Good morning, everybody. Good More morning. specifically, um, Rock Funeral Home and Waring Sullivan are our Dignity Memorial providers in the greater New Bedford area. Mm-hmm. And both of those operations are, are very significant funeral homes in our community, aren't they, Tiffany? Yes, yes they are. I, everybody has heard of Rock, and everybody uh, has heard of... Uh, tell me all the names. Is there more than two? Yes, there's Waring Sullivan, which there's five locations. That's what I thought. One in Swansea, one in Somerset, one in Fairhaven, one in Dartmouth, and one in Fall River. And then Rock Funeral Home is located in New Bedford. Now, you have something special coming up in um, Thursday, coming up after this program. There's a 
seminar that you're going to be doing on Funeral and Estate Planning 101. You're going to be talking a little bit, I guess, yourself, aren't you? That's correct, along with your wife, Tenny. Right, and where's that going to be? That's going to be held at the Lance Law Law Offices at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth on Thursday, April the 7th from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. Okay, and it's the correct designation is Waring Sullivan, correct? Is that the proper? It's not Sullivan Waring, it's Waring correct, Sullivan. Waring Sullivan. Okay, mm-hmm. just want to make sure about that. And we've all heard of these wonderful funeral homes, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, sooner or later, somebody in your family is going to need services, and these are excellent organizations and excellent institutions uh, to find out more about. So if you'd like to find out more about funeral and burial planning, plan on coming Thursday, April 7, 2016, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at 352 Fonts Corner Road. It is requested, though, that you make a reservation and call 508 998 8800 if you'd like to attend. Well, we have much to talk about today, um, don't we, Tiffany and Mike? We have lots to talk about. So how many people would prefer to be cremated versus buried? Is there a percentage breakdown? Absolutely. So it kind of depends on the region in which you are throughout the United States. Cremation is definitely on the rise. Um, Cape Cod is almost at 70% cremation, um, whereas New Bedford is probably around 40 to 50 percent. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. I wonder what the difference is. There's still a lot more traditional families in New Bedford. A lot of Cape residents are, as they would say, wash ashores, um, so they don't necessarily have family ties where they are. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wash ashores. I haven't heard of that before. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that term. Well, you know, our my dear friend uh, Mark Twain once said, I did not attend his funeral, but I wrote a nice letter saying I approved it. <laughs> Do you ever have funny things happen at a funeral? Do funny things happen at a funeral? All the time. That's why the first three letters in funeral are fun. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a new one on me, too. <laughs> I like that. Let's have some fun at the funeral. (laughs) Funerals are really going more towards now celebrations of life. And actually a new program that we're implementing is called A Life Well Celebrated. And it takes just that extra step of personalization because each person lived their own life and they're different from one another. So it's Mm -hmm. important to be able to emphasize it and to be able to honor their life for who they were and not just a quote-unquote cookie-cutter service, if you will. You know, that's a great concept, the fact that more people should be doing more to celebrate life because we only have these certain number of days allocated to each of us, don't we? And we never know how long. So I want to give you one more quotation from Mark Twain, which is a little bit more serious. He said, let us endeavor so to live that when we come to die, even the undertaker will be sorry. (laughs) But it's a nice concept when you think about it, isn't it? So... We have so much to talk about. I want to talk about military services and uh, services for veterans. Um, What if somebody wants to be buried at sea, for example? Um, I never realized that there's a distinct process for that. Yes, there is, absolutely. So we're going to go into a little bit of detail about that. Now, um, Mike, let me ask you a couple of questions. Attorney Michael Coleman, have you uh, done your own estate plan, for example? I have, yes. I have a trust and a will and powers of attorney, so yeah, I've set that up. Okay, now I know in your office you also have some other documents that people can use. Um, 
Do you have forms, for example, where somebody can leave specific funeral and burial instructions? We do. When we do a, an estate plan with someone, we point out that we have certain forms in our uh, planning portfolio book, so they can set forth uh, where they want to be buried, um, all the details of their burial, funeral arrangements, if they want to be cremated or buried or whatever the case may be. So we point that out. Hopefully people do it. I don't know if they do it, mm. but mm. we do include those documents. Yeah. Have you had any really unusual requests for uh, funeral services? Well, we don't fill them out with the people at, at our office. We include the documents in the book, um, mm. so that's something they can do on their own later on. All right, so why wouldn't you put funeral instructions in a will, for example? Mm-hmm. I'll take that question. Okay, Tiffany. The reason for that is because many times the will isn't read till days or weeks after the funeral. And there's nothing worse than putting in your will that you do not want to be cremated and you never made any other plans and didn't tell anybody and the family could only afford what they could afford. They arrange for cremation and then they read the will a month later. Cremation's irreversible, folks. You want to make sure you plan, complete, and it's great that you guys offer those forms, but I'd also encourage that you recommend your families to speak with their funeral director as well after completing those forms. Oh, my gosh. So let me ask you that question then, Tiffany. Um, If somebody wants to make funeral arrangements ahead of time, do you have forms that you use in your offices that will help them describe what kind of services they want? Most definitely. We will sit down with a family, whether it's in their home, at the funeral home, at an attorney's office, or Dunkin' Donuts, and we will go through what it is that they'd like to have for their services, and we keep a file, and we also give them a personal planning guide, which helps them to get those specific details. For example, the color of nail polish or lipstick or the cap that you may want to place in your casket. Wow. Those details are very important. Did you say cat? Uh, yes, but no. <laughs> I said cap. Oh, cap. I thought you said cat, C-A-T. I was thinking, is the cat going to be alive or dead in the, inside the cask? But Maybe a stuffed animal. A stuffed animal. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> when I go, my kitty's coming with me. <laughs> oh, wow. Tiffany, have you ever had situations when somebody really wants to have like a party kind of thing or music? Uh, I've never been to a wake, or I haven't been for a long time, where there was music play, but have people done that before? Yep, definitely. We Some families will bring in a CD. We also have capability from using from a cell phone, like an iPhone, to play music that way as well. Um, we have, we've had harpists, and we've had mariachi bands, and we've had different types of music available ah, as well. Mariachi. I, I like the mariachi band. That's yeah. a great idea. I don't know if Father Bebis would approve, but I could say. <laughs> <laughs> How about Greek dancers? <laughs> Opa! Opa. Now that's when you have a glass of wine, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> But you can do exotic things if you want to. Have you ever had? Have you ever seen something like um, a theme funeral? Oh yes, and that's becoming a lot more common lately. Um, we've done services based on people's favorite colors, sports themes. Um, we've also had uh, motorcycle enthusiasts. They brought in their bikes, and we've had them available. Race car drivers. Um, wow. One of our sister funeral homes recently rented out a race track, and the funeral procession was able to go around it before they went to the cemetery. Oh, I like that. That's really a nice idea. I suppose if you've been a football player, you could have a bunch of flat footballs at the funeral home, couldn't you? All if you're a Brady fan. Deflated footballs. Have cheerleaders up there. <laughs> <laughs> cheerleaders. I like that. <laughs> 
There's been some funny movies about uh, funerals, haven't there? Uh, I was just talking to somebody recently about the movie Death at a Funeral. That's one of the greatest all-time funny movies. But, you know, true stories are, are better than um, anything else. Um, uh, hopefully she's not listening this morning, or maybe she is, because I'm not going to mention her name. But I have a client in the past who said, when I'm buried, I want to be cremated, and I want my ashes brought by my daughter to Hawaii because she didn't get to go on a trip when I wanted to take her. And I want my ashes scattered in the Honolulu Zoo in front of the monkey cage. Yeah, I don't think that's permissible, is it? That is correct. The legal way of scattering ashes is three nautical miles offshore, or if you're on private property, you have to get permission from the owners. Oh, what about from an airplane? Again, there are restrictions with that as well. It has to do with the body of waters that they may be flying over as well. Hmm. I want to get even with a person I didn't like. I want my ashes scattered all over his property from the air. (laughs) Well, so much for unusual things, but it really is a serious subject. But it doesn't have to be serious and sober, does it? It can be something that really is a celebration of life. Most definitely. You know what I've noticed, Tiffany? More and more people will have a whole collection of photographs of the person, and it shows their whole life. It shows when they were young, when they were maybe in the military service and things of that nature. And it's it's really fun to watch all those pictures, fun to look at them all, isn't it? It is, and actually that's something unique to our funeral home is for um, we have packages available, and it takes those photographs, and we'll make a, a video f- to be played during the visitation, and it has nice the sceneries to it. So it's not all funeral homes have that available, so it's nice to be able to offer that. I think when I'm gone, I should have a collection of my funeral quotations mm. all spread around the funeral home so people can read them. Ooh. Like Clarence Darrow said, I never wanted to see anybody die, but there are a few obituary notices I have read with pleasure. (laughs) Why don't you have them in, like, fortune cookies? You know, we break open the fortune cookie, and there it is, uh, your Ray's favorite quote. (laughs) That's a good idea. We can do that. We can do that. That's personalization. (laughs) That's a good idea, Phil. I want to remind you, by the way, we're listening, we're talking about a very serious subject, but, you know, sometimes when you have a serious subject to talk about, like death and funerals, you have to have some fun and you have to make some light of it. Otherwise, it would really be somber and sober, wouldn't it? Very true. So this show is brought to you every week, money-wise, by USA Wealth Group. We're located at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth, and it's our mission to help you retire better. And it's Mike's mission to make sure that you die with dignity and you don't have fights in your family because you've done proper legal documents. Like what, Mike? What would be the most important legal document you could do? Well, definitely a will. We think that's an important document to have. Unfortunately, we can't prevent families from fighting. But, you know, at least if things are in writing, there might be some more guidance for the children or the heirs. I wonder, I'm not going to put Tiffany on the spot for this because I'm sure that all of your services are orderly and filled with decorum, unless they're fun funerals. But I bet there's situations when there have been some disputes or arguments at a funeral. But I wouldn't want to see that particularly. Would you, Mike? I wouldn't want to see that. No, I wouldn't. We recently, recently actually had a situation where we had a daughter of one of our clients call the office saying that you know she knew her mom wanted to be cremated, um, but for some reason the brother wouldn't sign off on it. So this was a a big issue. The mother died the next day, Ooh. and I don't think they ever got that paperwork signed. 
Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I know I talk to Tenny once in a while, and she'll often get a call from a client saying, uh, my mother died this morning, and I'd like to find out what's in her estate plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What do they call the document that we're supposed to have signed when we go to the hospital so that somebody else can uh, make a, you know, a, a judgment in our behalf? A healthcare proxy. Now, yeah. okay, I filled one out. What am I supposed to do with that paper? <laughs> well, you can give it to your doctor. Um, certainly oh, okay. give a copy of it to whoever you've named as an agent. I think that would be important. So they right. have a copy of that. Somebody okay. you trust, certainly. Uh-huh. So they'll have it at the proper, at the right time, you think? I would hope so. Yes, I would hope so, too. Once it's been executed, you want your agents to have it. You want them to know about it. You want them to know their responsibilities. So here's my question. If Celeste had a copy of that in her files and needed to access it, is that permissible? Of course. Yeah, yeah if okay. she's your agent, um, she should have it. So She's she my provide. boss. Is that okay. the same thing? Uh, similar. Clo- close, Phil. <laughs> Agent boss. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, how does somebody reach you if they want to talk to you about doing uh, legal documents for estate planning or for funeral and burial planning, for you, that matter? You could call our office. It's 508-998-8800. Uh, if you want to learn more about what we do, we also have a website. That's lancelawinc.com. Um, so, yeah, feel free to go on there. We have a blog on there. We have information about upcoming seminars. We have one on the 7th upcoming so uh, feel free to visit the website and learn more about what we do okay and that's fun that's uh that funeral no not it's not going to be the funeral on the seventh it's going to be a seminar that's the topic on that <laughs> tiffany why don't you tell us it's funeral and estate planning 101 so you can ask all the questions you're dying to ask in a public <laughs> setting you see she picked up on it <laughs> we're having a lot of fun this morning talking about funeral planning thank you tiffany <laughs> Tiffany, how does somebody reach you if they want information? I can be reached at 508-995-5772, which is the Rock Funeral Home, or 508-676-1933, which is Waring Sullivan, and that'll reach all five. Good. You know, ladies and gentlemen, it truly is important to plan ahead and let your family know what's going on. Don't leave it to them to figure out, gee, I wonder what he or she would have wanted. Make sure you have some instructions. And Tiffany, you said earlier you have some forms that people can fill out. Absolutely. And to just kind of go off what you just said, when you don't plan in advance, there's two questions that can never get answered. Did I do the right thing? And is this what they really wanted? So it's very important to be able to answer those before the time is needed. Mm. And to sit down and to talk with you or to talk with somebody else at uh, either Rock or Waring Sullivan, um, should somebody make an appointment, first of all? That would make sense, wouldn't it? It would be preferred, but we will certainly help any family that comes through our doors. And to sit down and to answer questions, is there any cost to do that? No cost and no obligation. But if somebody does want to uh, prepay funeral and burial expenses, they could do that as well, couldn't they? That's correct. And we do offer convenient payment terms as well. All right. Does that save money, I wonder? Because if you do it today and a funeral will cost more in the future, does that save money, Tiffany? Most definitely. I can speak for our funeral homes. We will price protect the cost at today's prices. 
Um, but the nice thing is, is whether it's two years, two weeks, or 25 years from now, what's 2016 prices will always be 2016 prices. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. So you can lock in the price and save some money. And you can plan and you can have some peace of mind knowing that it's been done. We're speaking with Tiffany Witte Simpson this morning. Um, and she's the director or the manager of the pre-planning program for Rock and also for Waring Sullivan Funeral Homes. And uh, you have lots of good information. I want to ask Attorney Michael Coleman a quick question. Mike, um, what happens if somebody is about to go to a nursing home and they want to spend some money down so it doesn't all go to the nursing home? Is, is this one of the things they can spend money for? Yes, they can. Uh, they can go into the funeral home, and I've done this before, and they can meet with Tiffany, for instance, and they can spend uh, pretty much any amount of money they want on a funeral plan, and this is one of the ways that they can spend that money. So as you said, it won't go to the nursing home. This is one of the exemptions written into the law, so they can do that. They can also set up a burial account at a bank of up to $1,500, so that's another way to... And that's in addition to prepaying for the funeral home. Yes. So it's a good way to spend down some money, it sounds like, then. If somebody uh, has a family member who's about to go to a nursing home, you're going to have to pay those expenses at some point in time anyway, right? Right. And you don't want the heirs to be, if there's a probate situation and money is tied up, you don't want the heirs to have to be covering those expenses um, while money is tied up in probate. So that's Mm -hmm. another issue. All right. So if you come to um, one of the uh, seminars, that, or not one of the seminars, the seminar that's going to be done on April 7th, which is Thursday coming up, uh, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. It's going to be at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. Uh, you'll learn even more in detail. Um, will there be some documents that can be passed out at that point also, Tiffany? There will be packets given out to everyone, and then if there's additional information that they would like to have, they can certainly request it as well. So it's really kind of a non-threatening way to learn a lot more about funeral and burial planning, and certainly we encourage anybody to go. And if you'd like to make a reservation to attend uh, on Thursday, call 508-998-8800, and they'd be happy to make that reservation for you. Coming up from the mall area, it's on your left-hand side, almost directly across from uh, UMass uh, Law School, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And Vanity Fair up uh, ahead on the right. Who picks the cemetery plots, the cemeteries themselves? Uh, who does that? I don't know. Do you know, Tiffany? I do know. As far as making the decision, it's a family decision as to which cemetery they wish to have their loved ones bury in. However, there are some cemeteries that no longer have space available for purchase, so that's important to communicate in advance, plan things out in advance. Um, Some cemeteries do not allow you to purchase spaces until a death occurs. Um, So it's important that if you have an idea or if you're ready to take that step, to reach out to the cemetery or your funeral home and they can help you with that process. Interesting. Wow. I have to tell you something from George Carlin. He said, I'm always relieved when someone is delivering a eulogy and I realize I'm listening to it. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But, you know, you mentioned something interesting about um, uh, cemeteries and so forth. I know a lot of times people will purchase their, their headstone ahead of times. And maybe they'll engrave it when the first person, let's say it's a married couple, dies. And then they'll have the second person's name engraved on it. Uh, with the date they were born, and then a dash, 
but obviously not the date when they pass away. Yep, that's pretty common. And so I want to read to you something by a woman named Regina Brett. Some people hate funerals. I find them comforting. They hit the pause button on life and remind us that it has an end. Every eulogy reminds me to deepen my dash, that place on the tombstone between our birth and our death. Mm. In other words, it's a message that live life and live longer. Sure, absolutely. And have as long a dash as you can have. There's a very nice poem called The Dash. You should Is check there? it out. Oh, really? Can you provide a copy of that for the I people sure that can. go to the seminar? Sure, that's easy enough. Yeah, that would be a nice thing to do. Very good. Idea. I think I read that once. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a great idea. Well, I'd like to invite everybody to stay tuned because we're going to come back in a minute right after a break, and we're going to be talking about some specifics on funeral services for veterans, military funerals, Can you get buried in a national cemetery or not? We're going to be talking about burial at sea for those who might have served in the Coast Guard or the Navy or even the Merchant Marines as provision for uh, burial at sea. So we're talking with Attorney Michael Coleman, and we're talking with Tiffany, and we're going to come right back and answer some more questions that have been given to us about funeral and burial planning. Please stay tuned. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise, brought to you every week by USA Wealth Group. Please visit our website at usawealthgroup.com. We do a lot of work in the area of retirement planning and helping people protect their assets. Our mission is very simple. It's to show you how to protect your family and how to protect your money. So this morning we're talking with um, Tiffany Witte Simpson from Dignity Memorial and the Rock Funeral Home, and Waring Sullivan Funeral Hello, Homes. Hello, everybody. And welcome back, Attorney Michael Coleman. Hello, good to be here. From Lancelot, Inc. So this is a very important subject on funeral and burial planning. We've talked about some of the basics during the first half hour of the show. But let's jump right in and talk about military funerals. Uh, you must see a lot of military funerals, I imagine, in your business, Tiffany. Yes, we do, and they always have a nice touching place each time. It's nice to be able to honor our veterans. Um, they've done a lot for us to be here, so it's important to be able to give back to them as well. One of the things I did when I was preparing for the show today is uh, look at your website. And uh, let's give folks your website address. Sure. For the Rock Funeral Home, it's rock hyphenfuneralhome.com and for wearing Sullivan it's www.wearing-sullivan.com One of the things I learned about looking at your website is that there's a lot of information there for veterans. You know, I, I think our country sometimes goes through cycles in terms of how much we appreciate veterans and recognize veterans and I think we're in one of the up cycles right now which I find very encouraging where there's a lot more respect giving to uh, people who served in the military. And that's reflected also in um, uh, veterans' benefits and veterans' uh, burial benefits. But I found some interesting things. I'll just repeat a couple of them. That the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs benefits do not cover all funeral or cremation arrangements of honorably discharged veterans. And so if you're a veteran thinking that maybe you're going to be covered for all of your expenses, Uh, or the family of a veteran, you really ought to sit down with somebody like Tiffany and find out what the full facts are 
or perhaps attend the seminar that's coming up this Thursday night and get some more information. But you do need to verify uh, that you served in the military service. You shouldn't put that off until the last minute. You should have your DD-214 that shows you were honorably discharged. And depending on your age, it's also an enlisted record of separation. Okay, that's interesting to know. But I also found out interesting that a veteran's family must request a United States flag. You have to ask for it. That's correct. Like you mentioned for yourself, you didn't want full military honors for mm. your services. So it's important that you communicate that with your funeral director. Mm -hmm. And military funeral honor ceremonies must be scheduled in advance. So this is not something you can wait until the last minute to do. And this is, I mean, this really illustrates, especially for a veteran, if they want to have any kind of veteran services, uh, they need to plan ahead of time, don't they? That's correct. And veterans' caskets are not free. I found that out. That was new information. And a presidential memorial certificate also has to be requested. But what really interests me a lot is um, burial in a, a VA national cemetery, like at Otis, for example. It's not automatic, is it? No, and it's nice to be able to have it in our backyard. What many families don't realize is the VA will not deal with the family directly. You do have to work with a funeral home in order to be buried at the National Cemetery, in order to get those uh, uh, the flag, if you will, the military honors. They do work with the funeral home. But as far as being eligible, you do have to serve at least one day of active duty, not in the reserves, if you will. Um, you have to be honorably discharged, and they've actually added in new regulations as well regarding uh, criminal convictions after being discharged from the military. So there's lots and lots of specific rules. So if you're listening, ladies and gentlemen, and you happen to be a veteran and you've always thought that maybe you're going to be uh, buried automatically at Otis, um, you need to make special arrangements ahead of time to make all that happen. You need to have papers in order. Your family needs to have papers in order. Or if you are a family member of a veteran that has been thinking about having your veteran buried at a place like Otis, you need to plan ahead of time. You can't wait until the last minute. And Ray, if I can just emphasize, planning ahead does have to be with the funeral home. Again, the VA won't speak with the family directly to make arrangements in advance. Okay. So get in touch with uh, Tiffany Woody Simpson uh, through Rock Funeral Home or Waring Sullivan Funeral Homes. And tell us your telephone numbers again, please. 508-995-5772 or 508-676-1933. You know, it was a lot easier um, maybe in the past. I remember very specifically when my dad died. He spent 20 years in the Marines. Um, he fought in World War II in Korea. Uh, he retired as a first sergeant. And we knew he was going to pass away because he had cancer. And what I did is I called the local Marine Reserve Unit, and I said, I want to find out if you folks do anything special. And at that point, it was a little bit different how it was done. And they said, well, we'll take care of it. Just let us know when he passes away. So when he did, I called him up, and uh, I, I talked to a young staff sergeant, and he kept saying, oh, wow. I said, well, he served in the uh, Marines for 20 years. He retired. He got the Purple Heart in Korea. And the guy kept saying, oh, wow. So that's all I did. And we showed up at the funeral home. Talk about not pre-planning, but we didn't at, at that particular time. And um, there were about six Marines in dress blues. Uh, they had a flag that they draped over the casket. 
they removed the casket and put it into a hearse. Uh, they did that gut-wrenching slow-motion salute that you know makes you want to fall on the floor. And they transported him to a um, cemetery in Sturbridge, Mass., which is where he's buried. And then when we got there, there were uh, 17 Marines in dress blues up on the hill and uh, doing the salute and playing taps and so forth. And they uh, presented the flag and all that stuff. It's, it's a very moving ceremony. It is. Tap still gets to me every time. But like you said, as simple as it was just to call the Marines, we will do it as simple as a phone call to us as well. Well, that's really good to hear. So for any veteran who's listening and is thinking that maybe they would like military honors or military service, you have to plan ahead of time. You have to get in touch with Tiffany or somebody like her at Rock Funeral Home or Waring Sullivan Funeral Home. And then all those arrangements can be, can be made, can be done. So the importance of planning, it's, it's true in everything in life, but it's also true in planning for death. Phil, did you ever hear of Stan Laurel from Laurel and Hardy? I have. Well, he once said, if anyone at my funeral has a long face, I'll never speak to him again. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> You know, we, we have lots of stories about funerals, and um, Attorney Michael Coleman, um, you've got documents you can pass out. You've got something else that uh, you have in your office that I've seen before. We have something called uh, My Legacy Workbook, and I guess this is somewhat relevant to funerals and burials, but it's also something that someone can sort of go through and ask all sorts of questions about someone's life. Um, did you play sports? If so, which sports did you like? Did you play a musical instrument? Um, so maybe, you know, people down the line, your heirs, would be able to read this someday and learn maybe some things about you that they didn't know. So this is a document that we provide to all our clients. That's a nice idea. And, yeah. It Hopefully really they is. fill it out. Yeah. yeah. And if somebody wants a copy of that, can they just call your office? Sure. would be willing to send a copy out. Mm-hmm. What's the number? It's 508-998-8800. But more importantly, you've got a seminar coming up this Thursday that you ought to mention again. We do. We have an assem- a seminar on Thursday, uh, April 7th at 6.30 p.m. That's at our office at 352 Fonts Corner Road in North Dartmouth. Uh, if you'd like to sign up for this seminar, please call us at 508-998-8800. Uh, you can also register online if you want to visit our website at lancelawinc.com. And at this uh, seminar, we're going to be discussing estate planning as well as funeral planning. And uh, Tiffany here will be there as well, I believe. And it is free, right? It is free. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiffany, I'd like to just jump back to veterans' uh, benefits for a, a minute. I think there's some special things that you folks do at Waring Sullivan and at Rock for Veterans, aren't there? That's correct. For those veterans that are members of the VFW or the American Legion, we provide a 10% savings off of the funeral home services. We also provide a free flag case and um, access to our compassion care line as well as our aftercare planner. I have to give a serious quotation at this point, Phil. All right. This is from Martin Luther King Jr. If a man has not discovered something he will die for, he isn't fit to live. Mm. Interesting. But I have to give you one from a gentleman named Stephen Wright, too. He said, I had a friend who was a clown. When he died, all his friends went to the funeral in one car. <laughs> And then uh, Groucho Marx said, I intend to live forever or die trying. <laughs> you so, bet your life. You know, funeral uh, planning and, and uh, burial planning is 
we we make fun of that and we crack jokes and so forth, but it's it's a it's a real serious thing. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to have confusion in your family, and you don't want conflict in your family. Um, Mike, who generally has the right to make decisions if decisions have not been made ahead of time when somebody dies? I guess it would probably be the personal representative named in the will. Mm-hmm. I would think that uh, that would be the person that the funeral home would be willing to talk to. Tiffany, if you want to. Not necessarily. It would have to be the legal next of kin because going back to the will, it might not be read for several weeks after the funeral. That's a good so thought. So they may yeah. not necessarily be appointed right away, but the next of kin has legal rights. And I suppose if you had two children coming in and they each had different ideas, that's when you have conflict. So that's when you want to have things uh, decided ahead of time. Absolutely, and we see that often, especially with cremation. Each of your children both have legal rights, so it's important to communicate, like Michael said earlier. Mm. Well, our dear friend Woody Allen once said, I'm not afraid of death. I just don't want to be there when it happens. <laughs> right. But so many quotations. I love these quotations. Uh, Joe Lewis, a boxer, once said, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. <laughs> right. Um, let's talk about burial at sea. Uh, have you seen situations in which somebody wanted to be buried at sea, Tiffany? Yes, and you don't have to be a veteran just to be buried at sea. Um, as a veteran, they do have specific programs in, in place, but also for a non-veteran, we work with a, a company called New England Burials at Sea, and they will arrange for a burial of cremated remains or the entire body as well. So it's nice to have those options available. Mm. And you mentioned earlier it has to be three miles offshore? That's correct, at least. Wonder why. For EPA regulations and whatnot. Oh, EPA, because it might be a hazardous substance that you're dumping. Uh, well, once once upon a time, my client number five, uh, when I was practicing law, died, and she named me to be her decision maker and her administrator and her executor, and she wanted to make sure that I would have her cremated when she died. Um, after she came back from Tufts Medical School, I will add, she donated her body. And um, when the ashes came back, it was a very heavy box. I was amazed at how heavy the fragments are because it's basically bone. It was a fairly small box. And um, I, I have to admit, I didn't know the regulations, Tiffany. And I had her ashes dumped overboard in Payton Aram Harbor. She's covering her ears, ladies and gentlemen. She doesn't want to hear what I said. (laughs) Well, that was a long time ago. Winston Churchill now once said, I am prepared to meet my maker. Whether my maker is prepared for the great ordeal of meeting me is another matter. (laughs) And that would be true for Winston Churchill, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. So when somebody is buried at sea, is it usually done after cremation? So you're burying ashes typically? Like I said, you have both options. Um, With the full body burial, it is delayed, and there's restricted ports as to where it can take place from, so that's something to keep in mind. But as far as the cremated remains, yes, it's off of a boat most likely, um, and we work with different programs to be able to offer that. I think I read that if, if a body is buried at sea, it's weighted down with cannonballs? Correct, or similar weights, yes. Or similar weights? Isn't that interesting, huh? Well, uh, Mike, um, coming back to you for just a minute, um, do you find this a topic of discussion for a lot of people in the office? Uh, we bring it up 
Um, depending on what we're talking about, like we said before, if it's a Medicaid planning situation, we'll certainly talk about it. Um, we do include documents in our portfolio books uh, for funeral planning and burial planning, so we point those out as well. How about organ donation? Do you come across organ donation? We do. We have an anatomical gift form that we include in our in our portfolio book. And you can do um, designation of eyes, for example, on your driver's license. I have that on mine, I know, for example. Um, and um, how about somebody donating their body to a medical school? Have you seen examples of that? I've seen that myself before. I haven't come across that yet, but I know it's possible. Okay. And how about you, Tiffany? Have you seen that before? Yep, we deal with that quite often. Um, what we strongly encourage is that people register with a medical and a medical school in advance, right? Um, and to also have a backup plan in place as well, because they can't always accept everyone at that time. And yes, you do have to work through a funeral home, even with an anatomical donation to medical school. Hmm. I have to give you one sort of straight death quotation, not about funerals. This is from Sitting Bull. And it was, if we must die, we die defending our rights. Mm. Chief Sitting Bull. Mm -hmm. Did you like that one, Phil? I did. <laughs> but on the other hand, Sam Levinson said, if you die in an elevator, be sure to push the up button. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's a subject that we all have to face at some time. And I think one of the benefits of going to a funeral service is that it does make you reflect on your own life, doesn't it? It does. Makes you think about how do you want to spend the rest of your life. Sure. So, Tiffany, I have to ask you a question. Um, have you done uh, funeral and burial planning for yourself? I have. I have my personal planning guide completed, and I also have our travel protection. So if, God forbid, something happened to me 75 miles or more from my legal residence, it'll do everything necessary to bring me back home. Oh, is that something somebody could purchase? Yes, it is. And actually, um, it's going up April 1st. Currently, it's $449, but it'll cover out of the country, any consulate fees, any snowbirds. It'll bring you back to the New Bedford area or wherever home may be. It's a nice program to have. Hmm. Mike, have you seen in your office a situation where there was a body shipped back to Massachusetts from uh, from were... Florida? I think Tenny had a case that... Uh, I'm not familiar with that one, no. Uh, she told me she had a case where a woman died in Florida and there was family disputes going on, so one of the children had mother shipped back to Boston, COD. Oh, that's a, true, that's, a, that's a true story. So that would be one of the benefits of having some uh, insurance plan, wouldn't it, Tiffany? Mm -mm. Or at least funeral planning specifically, but absolutely. Absolutely. I thought you were going to tell me that what plans do you want to have yourself travel after you're buried or something like that. <laughs> no, but, but I understand. That's, that's a good thing, isn't it? Um, well, um, I, I would like to be cremated when I'm gone. I, I want a memorial service if my wife feels like doing that. But I'd like it to be a, a happy event and not a sad event. Because, you know, I don't think funerals should have to be a sad occasion necessarily. I agree with that. I agree with that. And we'll be sure to have those fortune cookies available with yeah. your quotes. And the mariachi band. A no, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm thinking of something different. Let's see. Maybe a Willie Nelson impersonator. Ooh. On, or, the, on the long road again. Yes, sir. By that by that time, we could have Willie Nelson stuffed in the corner or something. <laughs> Actually, funeral homes in Puerto Rico are starting to do that, having the decedent um, 
in an upright position no for kidding. funeral services. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I've seen photos of uh, folks in chairs with sunglasses on, with a, a cigarette and a martini. If it was a politician, they could have a hand up in the air waving. <laughs> Still accepting donations. <laughs> the uh, the new art of taxidermy. <laughs> well, um, Benjamin Franklin once said, in this world, nothing can be said to be certain except death, death and, and taxes. taxes. That's right. See, everybody knows that. But you didn't know that it came from Ben Franklin, did you? <laughs> well, let's come back and talk one more time about the seminar that you folks are going to be doing. And Tiffany, you're going to participate in this as well uh, through Dignity Memorial and on behalf of Rock Funeral Home and Waring Sullivan Funeral Home. And I like the motto of Dignity Memorial, life well celebrated. I think that's a good expression. I would agree. And on Thursday, April 7th, coming up at 6.30 to 8.30, there's going to be a program put on called Funeral and Estate Planning 101 at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth at the office of Lance Law, Inc. Mike, are you speaking at that event or just Tenny? I'll be speaking as well for a short time. Um, one of the things I wanted to point out is that I, we've mentioned this already, but uh, people tend to procrastinate in making plans in life, and one of the worst things to do is to leave your children or your heirs to be the ones that have to figure all this out. So this is a really important uh, area of planning. And there's two really significant steps in this, aren't there? One is to make sure that legal documents are in order, and the second is to sit down with Dignity or Rock or Waring Sullivan and get your funeral instructions in order. And I would never want to have a fight about those things. Um, and we've talked about organ donation and body donation and cremation and burial and embalming. Is embalming as common today as it used to be? I would say that it is, but embalming is not a law. Um, each funeral home sets their own requirements, so that is something to be aware of. So embalming is not required? It's not that it's not required. Each funeral home sets their own requirements. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So it's a choice that people have to make? Correct. Okay. What about insurance for death? Is that a good idea, a wise idea, to purchase death insurance to pay for everything? Well, I would think so. It has its advantages, and it has its disadvantages as well. Um, as Mike was talking about with long-term um, Medicaid spending, sometimes it may not be accessible at the time. So being able to prepay with your funeral home, it'll lock in the cost, where some insurances will not. Some insurances are term policies, so they're not always available. But the best thing to do is to sit down with your attorney and to sit down with your funeral director. Um, I am a licensed insurance agent as well, so I do have some knowledge to see which way would be the better way for them. So at Rock or Waring Sullivan, you could do insurance as well as prepayment, straight prepayment? For Medicaid purposes. Okay. And I, I know there's some limitation on which companies you can use, so it's not every company will qualify for that purpose in doing that. That's correct. And, and if you don't prearrange and you have life insurance, something to keep in mind is it generally takes about four to six weeks before the insurance company pays off. And most cemeteries and funeral homes and crematories do need payment honored before the day of the service. So many times they've mentioned that your next of kin would have to front those expenses if the fees are tied up in probate. Right. Okay. One of the things I would point out, and Tiffany, maybe you can confirm this, but I know that if there's a nursing home situation and there's a life insurance policy with a cash value, 
that that has to be cashed out, so you can't necessarily rely on insurance. That's generally correct, yes. So there are many, many things that you need to think about when you're thinking about what happens at the end of your life. It's not only where does your property go, but it's also, very importantly, how do you want to be taken care of? And you really need to pre-plan for both of these things. And if not, you're going to leave a mess for your family. And that's the bottom line, I think. And I do have one thing I'd like to leave with you, Ray, and to our listeners, if that's okay. Those those people preferring cremation, it's important to think about what you would like to do with those cremated remains. If you're not going to scatter or if you're not going to bury, you're going to keep them or your family's going to keep them. And after that person passes, who's next to get them? So it might be someone that's never met you and now they have grandpa on the shelf. So it's something to keep that in mind. Or on the mantle, and the cat jumps up onto the mantle and knocks the ashes onto the table. <laughs> Remember that movie? Yeah, there's a few, actually. Oh, <laughs> See, death can be a lot of fun, but we want to put the fun back in funeral planning for you. So make an appointment to come to the seminar on Thursday, April 7th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m., Funeral and Estate Planning 101. Call 508-998-8858. Tiffany, thank you so much for being here and adequately and very well representing Rock Funeral Home and Waring Sullivan Funeral Home. And Mike, thank you for being here with us this morning as well. Oh, you're welcome. Glad to be here. Any last words of instructions? (laughs) Prearrange. 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 Thank you. We'll see you next week on the radio. (music) 